Broadcasting from the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. There's zero significance to why I chose Miserloo today. Oscar season, Pulp sure. Fiction, one of the greatest of all time. Did that win any Oscars? Did it won anything? for uh, Best Screenplay. Really? Yeah, won Tarantino his first Oscar. Nice. Nick and, pulling out uh, the trivia early from a random opening. It was up against a juggernaut that year. That's uh, why it didn't win Best Picture. Uh, Paul, let's see, 94? 93? Yeah, 94. Okay, 94. Forrest Gump. You got it. That's a juggernaut for yeah, you. You weren't beating Forrest Gump. <laughs> no. Sorry, Pulp Fiction. You may I be mean, a, it's a better classic. movie. It's a better movie, but Forrest Gump still one of the best and way more popular. Way more popular. Way more popular. Nick, uh, the first trivia question I have for you in today's Quizzo Get podcast right to it, Drew. Is, I like that. Is, I like do you have any idea what episode we are on? <laughs> That's the question. Do you know what number of episode this is? No, I don't. 150. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's 146. All right. Within a month. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I told you, until I catch Rogan, I'm just not interested. Not interested in the number? Did you hear what number he made last, or, or this is what he was projected to did 146 made. last week, so maybe 147. Maybe that's where we're at. You know how much Rogan makes? For doing these podcasts? Yeah. I heard the number. I don't know where the number comes from, but, you know, the number was thrown out there. I guess Forbes does these based on maybe they interview the companies that uh, advertise with him. I know his overhead's got to be great because he does it out of his own home. He has, like, a studio built in his home. And as far as I can see, he's got about one producer. Maybe four million that's a horrible guess. <laughs> <laughs> Way more? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's crushing. So crushing. So $40 million? $30 million. Wow. It's insane. There is no overhead running a podcast. Well, I can just, assure you. I love when I love when Stern talks about how you can't make any money. With, nobody's making any money with him. I just laugh because like, uh, a couple people are making money off of him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 30 mil is making a living. That's pretty impressive. Well, I mean, but how many are there at that level? There are a lot of celebrities that I would have think podcasts. Co- I don't think anybody's making 30 mil. Yeah, but what do you think, like, Conan O'Brien's podcast brings in? Think he's four. making a million? Four, maybe. You think he's making $4 million from his podcast? Conan O'Brien? Yeah, Conan O'Brien. How often does he do it? Weekly, I think. It's pretty good. I have no idea what his listenership is. I mean, to me, Corolla would be the next guy. But he's in Rogan. he's in the the rankings at least. Like if you go look at the top, like uh, do you know? <clears throat> All right, here's a good trivia question that I could throw at you, um, uh-huh. and might even make its way into the quiz. Uh, do you know what two former sitcom stars now have one of the top ten most listened to podcasts available? Two sitcom stars. Yes, I'll either give you ten points for their names or the show they were on. You know, I probably know this, and I just dumped it from memory. But, uh, like, do you consider Dak Shepard a sitcom star? <laughs> I don't consider him anything. You know that already. I, he's got a he's got a podcast that I. I, I nah, uh, he's not. Uh, he's not the answer to anything I'm giving you, except who uh, is it? Like one of these the like mega? Is is it one of these like mega, like uh, Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston no. types? No. Beloved characters, no doubt, but like definitely they did one thing. This is what they did. They ha- they are known for nothing else. Nor do they need to be. <laughs> so it works out. Hmm. No, I don't and know. And again, this. that's why it's the top the, the ten points can be the show or either of the uh people. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so the show is the office. And the podcast is called The Office Ladies, and it's Jenna Fisher and Angela. Why am I blanking? On your I, I, last I know names? Angela L- Lasky or whatever her last name is. But uh, well, no, she plays Angela in the show, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not her <laughs> real name. Sorry, Angela. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, I did not, not really, I, Angela. Uh, I don't know, Jenna Fisher, she's got a career now. 
I've never seen her in anything else. Does she? It, it's a shame if she doesn't because she had a she had a quality to her. Oh, I love and her. I don't think she made enough money from the office to just oh, take yeah, she the did. rest of her Angela life Angela Kinsey off. is her name. Yeah, so she is really Angela. Oh, and she played Angela? And she played Angela. Yeah, Angela. You yep. think Jenna Fisher made enough for the rest of your life off of that office There's show? no question. The office lasted 10 seasons, and by the end... But like, and, with a yeah, cast like that, you're the, making... The syndication of that show and what she makes is unbelievable. So, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, my, my guess is she's probably still pulling in $5 million a year from the show. Get her, I want her net worth. <laughs> All right. Find it. Find it for me. Whoa. We have the internet, Nick. Yeah, I don't know, man. Living in Hollywood's expensive, man. Those green drinks and... What's your guess, then? Thirty I, I, Under 15 mil net worth. So under over 15 mil, and you're setting... Uh, I'm saying under 15 mil. All right. Uh, which uh, celebritynetworth.com good enough for you? Fine. <laughs> Pretty good. What is it? 16 mil. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. You're pretty good at this. Pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Sixteen mil is not enough to get you through life in uh, California, dude. Cost you a hundred grand to send your kid to school out there. Let's see. Uh, She'll be broke by the time she's. All right, well, here's a breakdown because you're curious unless she's about married this. to some producer or something like that, which is entirely possible. In the early seasons, Jenna earned twenty grand per episode. Sounds right. By uh, NBC Booster paid to a hundred thousand by two thousand seven. By the All end right, of the series, money, yeah. she was at one fifty per episode. Peaked at one fifty. She was in Dewey Cox, Blades of Glory, a little. Oh help, wait, Dewey Cox? Pass. Did I see that? Do yeah. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Insanely ridiculous. And, and what was the other one she was in? A uh, Blades of Glory. Us. Uh, Classic. That was the uh, the comeback of Will Ferrell for me. Yes, yeah, fantastic. I, I had movie. written him off entirely until Blades of Glory. Hall Pass. Yeah, Hall Pass, good one. Um, so that's it. Yeah, all right. She should keep working. I mean, I don't know what her window is, but she had something well. She going and Angela do this podcast that's now in the top ten most listened to, and what they do is they rewatch an episode of The Office, give you all the behind the scenes stories from that episode. And give you trivia about the episode. For everybody who's listening to that podcast, it is time to move on. <laughs> I mean, the office was all right. It was good. It was good. It wasn't even as good as the first office, the British version. <laughs> but you got to move on with your life, guys. I Sorry. like it. I don't know. Sorry. I like listening to her. I like listening to Jenna and Angela. When I was listening, I'm not a devotee per se because it's time consuming, and I don't, you know. When I was listening to podcast about Game of Thrones, I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself. Yeah, but yeah. that was like during the Game of Thrones, it, and, and it is a very complicated stuff. show with nuances right. the from the books wasn't. that I didn't read. It's only so if much you can hear about Stanley's facial reactions or Whew. or Kevin spilling chili. It is time to move on. All right, there you heard it from Nick. He says, "Move on, folks, from the <laughs> office." All right. Well, uh, even though we still don't know what episode we're in of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, we're going to keep going under the assumption it's somewhere in the late 140s. So fire away, Nick. Give me a general knowledge question, and we'll give these people some clues to what's coming up next week. By the way, thank you all for coming out and playing the games. It's it's a pleasure to have you at all of them. So one of the first things I learned as a trivia writer was the stay away from the who gives you shit factor. Absolutely. And I think one of the examples you don't care. How many hairs on the human yeah, head? Is there 300,000, 400,000, or 500,000? cares? Take the hairs and shove them up your arse. But you may consider this question kind of like that, but I actually found this interesting. So maybe okay. you will or, or not. We'll see. I but find almost everything it's, it's in that It's in that realm of questions, I, I will admit. All right. What is the greatest number? Okay. What is the greatest number? 69! Stars, stars in the Milky Way. Okay. Galaxies in the universe or trees on Earth? What is the greatest number? Stars in the Milky Way. Galaxies. This is episode 145, folks. In the universe. We're there. I found it. Trees on Earth. What is the greatest number? (laughs) Trees on Earth. Nailed it. Wild card. Oh, you nailed it. I went for the least likely answer. That, that, that's, that was the first one I would eliminate. I'm like, well, it's not trees on Earth. <laughs> well, it's not trees on Earth. Because haven't you heard like there's more stars in the universe than sand? Apparently, we're not doing a good enough job of screwing the Earth up. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, start cutting them trees down faster. 
It's not They're even close. still up. They still got more trees than stars. Get them trees. We got 100 billion galaxies in the universe. Okay. 400 billion stars in the Milky Way. Love it. And 4 trillion trees on Earth. Wow. So not even close, but well done. Yo, I can't believe you got that right. trillion trees. Because I just went, I was like, I, all right, you're not asking this in, with that weird a anomaly unless that's the answer. You that's my it. theory. And I'm going to. And I also think it's a, a good theory if you're to use at least if you're in a game and you just have no idea. You got three options and you're just scratching your head. Like, seriously, you know, go with the least obvious. I, I'm just. I'm not saying every time because we know that you're doing that. It's you know, it's it's a game theory. We're, we're playing rock paper scissors all the time. But more than likely, if there's a weird answer in there, the reason why it's a weird answer that seems like oh well, it's definitely not that is because it's most likely that. One of the things that drives me crazy when people say when they're playing and they get it wrong, is they say, it seemed too obvious. And I want to say to people, do you think I am trying to get you to get zero right in a round? No. Like, you understand? I got to get something that you get right, right? <laughs> so, like... If you were getting zeros, just, you're not coming back. If it seems back. too easy, there's going to be four easy ones in a round, right? Right. There, there should be four easy right. ones. It should seem too easy. This was great last night. I'm, uh... We're doing uh, the music round, which is, you know, name the song. And, you know, I play a song and the, the uh, teams have to name the song. You think I'm going to play 10 deep tracks for these name that tune rounds? No. No. Right? At least half I, the I, round. I killed people last night by accident at Oceans with a name that tune round that I just what, didn't think out properly. At least half the round. If, if, you could, if, you, if you were able to drive a car there <laughs> and walk into the room, right. you should know. You've never heard the song <laughs> so, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch? So I play. In all your life, that's never come across your radar? I play Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. <laughs> I see a little silhouette. I get a guy who shouts out, if you don't know this, you should leave. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm thinking the same thing, but right. I don't, I'm not I'm shouting sorry. out loud. Realize people got to get some right. Two teams got it wrong. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's you know, especially it's hard with the generational thing because you don't know yeah. the difference. Young kids, old, uh, old that does folks, seem to be uh, a song that crosses generations. Yeah, so, because you had the seventies crew, you had our nineties crew, and then you had the movie last year. Last so, year, so. I don't know what generation you're in. You're missing if you're missing Bohemian that Rhapsody. One. That's a gimme. You should play that every week. But yeah, that was great. Anybody gets this wrong, usually. All right. Well, you, like, you led into I, a question I was going to say for entertainment, but I'm going to ask it in general knowledge because. Uh, you were just talking about something that's so uh, incredibly close to this in terms of uh, charts, right? So okay. Billboard's got the top uh, 100, the Hot 100, right? Does Billboard have the hot? Yes, they have a Hot 100. They have the Hot 100. Okay. So can you tell me either of the top two entries that have the most top 100 entries ever? So either artists, single artists, or groups that have... One the is most a single that have gotten into the hundred, the in the hundred, the hundred, right. in the hundred, right. So one Language is a single is artist, one is a band, is a group. One is a group. I can't call it a band; it's a group. Oh, okay. That's a clue within your clue. Yeah. So it's a boy band. No, not necessarily. Hmm. It's even more bizarre than that. But they've got more entries into the top one hundred than any. Uh, group ever. So, like, Except this this person who has now surpassed them. Yeah, so this is really tough. Um, you know, I, I think the Beatles have the most number ones, but that That's doesn't matter. This is just the, the most Entry into the top songs that have reached the top 100. Right. It's a prolific. It's just a matter of who's been the most prolific. Can you, can you guess a number of the number of songs? You want to guess the number of songs? Like an over-under. Yeah, so I would think a big career, huge career, over the span of decades, you would say 20 albums. If you could somehow get four, average four, I mean, that's a lot. 80 is a lot. So let me set the over- right, I'll say 65. I'm going to set the over-under at 100 for you. Yeah, so under. Obviously, it's I'm over, gonna set you the, said I was saying I'm going to set the over-under at 200 for you. All right, all right. So it's we're talking forty albums over ten. So I mean, 
You're saying it's over 200? I'm I'm saying the over under I'm saying I mean clearly I would have taken over. under 80. So right. I mean I'm already way off. So, so you're going to go under again on 200? No, I'll go over. You're right, over. 207 is the record. There's a single artist with 207 entries into the top 100. Who is living? Who is alive today? Wow. I know. And when you hear Barbara Streisand. What a guess, Nick. Nah. It's Drake. Drake has 207 entries on the Billboard Hot 100. Most of any artist of all time. I guess is it because if it's a featuring Drake? I don't know. Anything with Drake on it? (laughs) He got 207 times entered into the top 100, man. It's, It's a record. That's insane. It is. And guess who he surpassed? Okay. So this is the group? This is the group. You can't even call it a group. I'll you give you a clue. can't even call it a group. It was a TV show. It was a TV show? The cast of a TV show. Had 206 entries into the top 100. I know. Like, the only cast I've ever seen... Rank on these is Glee, but there's no you way got it. They had two hundred two hundred and six entries into the top one. What did they just go away for a weekend and we're like, let's record two hundred songs and we'll put them on? Like, ha- I two hundred two hundred six entries into the top one hundred, and I could think and, of three and, of them. And Drake called them out on social media, like, "I'm coming for you, cast the Glee." Oh, you already came for them. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't worry about the case to Glee, Glee anymore. <laughs> no, that's that's the, been done. The big one's dead, right? Yeah, the, the, other ca- guy, the other Canadian that you came for, he's dead. He's dead, and then the other kid, a pedophile or something, right? Well, one's in jail for one's in jail, right? And then uh, nothing's going well for any of that group, you have except heard... for the creator. Oh yeah, or uh, you know who he's Idina Menzel. Idina Menzel was on that show. She was. Yeah, she plays the mom of the daughter. Like the daughter was raised by two. Season gay one, guys. or she came late. She came. She's in the whole, the latest. Yeah, because wasn't Kristen Chenoweth in that show too? Yep. At some point. Yeah, she was the girlfriend of. Uh, you know who the creator's married to, right? No. Gwyneth Paltrow. That works. That was his. Uh, that was her fallback. There you go, Chris Martin. Oh, okay. So she married the creator of Glee. It's like, honey, I could sing those songs just as well as he can. <laughs> get you a whole cast to do it. 206 entries. Wow. I, I don't get it. How about The like, math doesn't work. How about the nerve of Drake? Like, Yeah, he just must not have known, but it's like, it would have been better if he called them out by name. Like, What were their <laughs> names on the show? <laughs> Come here, Rachel. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know him. Puck. He's the pedophile, I think. Puck, yep, right. Puck, and I can't think of the other guy's name. I have no. I want to say Jim because he looks Yo, like Jim oh, from and, the and office, like the but... the girl Rivera was crazy too. She had like a restraining order placed against her for like beating up her her boyfriend. Remember? Yeah, it's been it's been rocky. But you're right. <laughs> now that I think about it, there has been some good things going for some of them. Like uh, the the girl Rachel is having a career, isn't she? Yeah, I, I think saw her so. sing somewhere recently. Yeah, she's good. You know, she see? was the lead. Oh, I saw. Well, I get. <laughs> Her new I'm pictures actually, were released was, as part of that. She was at the uh, Rockefeller uh, Christmas tree lighting ceremony. That's not exactly lighting it uh, on fire in show business. That's sort of that's sort <laughs> of exactly like sort of where who do at. we have this year? Well, we have um, Rachel from Rachel Glee. from Glee. And uh, James Taylor still doing this thing. Yeah, and we roll him out every year. Tony Bennett's going to show up. <laughs> We've got Pentatonics. Next year we got the corpse, <laughs> the corpse of Tony Bennett. We got John Legend. Yeah, we got Mariah Carey to we got sing John that song. Legend's kids to dance on stage. <laughs> All right, Nick. <laughs> what do you, you want to move on to sports? Uh, I got one more. I got to give you because okay, then I have one it, more. It's not going to go after this week. Okay, I got one. And, and I have one just, that's an actual general knowledge question. This is just one of those ones where people are going to answer this so fast, and I'm going to sit there. I got gotcha. you. Oh, I love when you got gotcha. you. Who is the first sitting president to appear on a late night talk show? Who is the first sitting president to appear on a late night talk show? Dick Nixon. You're thinking of laughing. Yeah, right. It's not a late night talk show. Oh no. Okay. He he appeared on laughing, but that is that is a that was like a sketch comedy. Bill show. Clinton on Arsenio Hall. That's what everybody's gonna remember. And it's not right. He was not president yet. Yeah, he was a candidate. He was a candidate. That's right. So there it's, you go. Uh, all right. So let's see. Um, 
Sitting president? Sitting president. Okay, so that's a huge... You've got to make sure you put well, that in there. That's why okay, I said, okay. who's the first sitting president? Okay, sitting president. Because everybody's going to go with Clinton, and because well, they don't remember he was a candidate when he was pulling those saxophone shenanigans. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Yeah. Well, there you go. That makes sense. Stephen Colbert. Yeah, because there's no way Reagan went on Carson. No. Like, see this. President Reagan then go on Carson. As a, he might have been on Carson in, like, the 70s or 60s. No, I don't think anybody will – I don't think W will cross anybody's mind either. Like, you would remember if W was on a late-night show. There would be so you know, many great clips. You, you know he wasn't. I wish he was, but he no, wasn't. Yeah. But you think everybody's going to go with Clinton. Yeah, that's – that's right. right, because the Clinton thing was the first thing that came to my mind, but that I was when absolutely was remember he was running, and that got him a lot of oh, the, man. you know, and, and do you remember what he did? Don't Stop. That was, well, that was his song, was Don't Stop. Yeah, but do you remember what, he appeared Played on the saxophone? Yeah, that's what he did. He yeah. just had glasses on, he was playing the saxophone with the band. Yeah, it was like, we were used to Reagan and then H.W., and now so it's we like got presidents had always been seventy years old, right? And and, and like now the you most got this boring, guy. predictable liars of no new taxes. And that, like, remember, well, they voted. Hey, they voted, hey, 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 they hey, vo- hey! They voted. I don't want to get into this. But here, but they voted him out just because I thought we he, weren't a political show. But, but listen, listen, they voted him out just because he said, "Read my I'm, lips." I'm not going to raise taxes, and he did. They all like like now that's like. Oh really? Yeah, of course they're gonna lie about raising taxes and raising that. Like that's that that's not even a thought that a politician's gonna lie to you about raising taxes anymore. But back then it was like outrageous. Yeah, like he How said dare no him? He said no taxes. taxes, and they had to raise some taxes. And that's he was true. a Republican, which is the funniest thing of the whole thing. And then you know what Clinton did? He raised taxes across the board at a level, but he played sax. Oh, we're still paying for Clinton, right? But <laughs> no, it, it, he came in like uh, one, and it was just something we hadn't seen before. Like a, uh, oh, yeah. a, a, a people were just, sure. It was almost like people were just bored of the president. Yeah, like, I, I, we I've seen something. I've seen something recently happen similar. <laughs> <laughs> bored of politics as usual. Yes. Um, all right, Nick. What system produces hormones in the human body? The endocrine. Woo! Look at you with your science. I was. I, <laughs> I wanted to know how much you were actually in tune with like the basic science. You're right there, man. Boom. I got the basics down, man. That's I awesome. So Nick got the one that it was an actual general knowledge. We just spent like 30 minutes talking about nonsense, but I had one real general knowledge question for you. Four folks. trillion trees on Earth. That's not- <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's crazy. Endocrine system, folks. Remember it. I got a sports question. I'm excited about. You ready? I have a, I have one e- I'm even more excited about. Okay. What mascot was accused of punching a boy during a photo shoot? 13-year-old boy. Ah, you got it. Of course. It's <laughs> the greatest thing in the world. Gritty. Is there a better way to embrace yourself into Philly sports? You know as the a best is if you go look at a scandal of if you, punching a boy. If you look at all of the social media, they'd be like 13 a uh, Philadelphia boy at 13 is six foot three, 245 pounds. <laughs> Man up. <laughs> the, or it said like the average Philadelphia boy at 13 is already six foot three, 250 pounds. Man up. Love it. Yeah, it, that's just the greatest. Gritty, punching kids in the back. <laughs> and like, can you imagine if he has to testify in the gritty uniform? Yeah, (laughs) but there is like a a person behind there that would eventually get accused. But like, how could you see? Plus, his hands are literally balls of fur. Like you got clocked by a ball of fur in the back. Is this good for gritty? Bad for gritty? I think it's good for gritty. It's good for gritty. I think anything, any publicity is good for gritty. I do remind. Didn't they throw batteries at Santa? At Santa Claus, wrapped in snowballs. They they packed a battery inside a snowball and and pegged it at Santa Claus. So I think a thirteen year old boy. Listen, I was a thirteen year old boy. I deserve to get hit in the back at thirteen years old. Let me tell you something. Let's hear gritty side of the story before we get all bent out of shape. Not not many things more obnoxious than a thirteen year old boy. No, at a Flyers game. (laughs) Okay, they're the ones that installed a room. Yeah, this right. room now that you could go in and beat stuff up and and the flyers, right? And because the, you could just get the anger out about being a flyer fan. Like we room, recognize how hard it is for you to be a fan of this team. The Jets need that room a long time ago. Um, all right, Nick, this is this is. Thought. You're talking about football. I got a gem. I got You're a gem. About yeah, I'm talking about football. You ready? Of any player in the history of the National Football League, salary only, no endorsements. Who has earned the most money? 
Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> you read it. You must no, have it really? No, I did not read you it. You just came up with that answer. That fast. That fast. Yep. Yes. He Eli retires I mean, as the I NFL's mean, I, I am aware that he is earning. retiring today, yes. so he's on my mind. But, yeah, who would have made more money than Eli Manning? Eli Manning, I mean, your let, NFL's all-time leader in money. And let the let the arguments begin, because I have now seen it. It's up to a 70 they're calling it a 70% chance that he goes into the Hall of Fame. He's going in the Hall of Fame, man. Dude, he got his, the 500. He got right back and clawed there, won you, that game. And when left. you look at his Love contemporaries, can, I mean, can we easily say no, that... We, jo- we are the two defenders of truth. We know it's basically he had two amazing years and then 11 average years. I, I'm not defender. If he goes in, I am out. It is no longer something I'm interested in. It's the Hall of It's not the Hall of Fame anymore. It's the Hall of a little bit better than mediocre. Was Eli ever a top five quarterback? Never. Look at his contemporaries. Now, th- these are the guys I'm going to name. I'm going to name Drew Phil Brees, Rivers. Tom Brady. No, not even those guys. Ben those Roth guys are Hall of Famers. Those guys are Hall No, no, not even those guys. No. I don't right. want those guys. Right. Give me Joe Flacco, Matt Ryan, and Phil Rivers. Okay? Guys that have never done anything. Right. Flacco at- won a Super Bowl. Okay, fine. But we know that. Is Joe Flacco anywhere near no! somebody would call a Hall of Famer? No. Look at their winning percentages over the same span as Eli Manning. Yeah. Dude, it's not even, they're 28, 25 games over 500, these guys. I know. Some are 30 and 40 games over 500. Alex Smith. Alex Give me Alex Smith. Smith. I mean, not even talking the Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. No, no, I don't even, I'm not even coming no. with the Hall of Famer. We're famous. talking the second Compare tier. against the average quarterbacks, and he's not even close. <laughs> With with one of the top five franchises in NFL history, yeah. So stop, stop it, stop, stop it, stop it. You're, you I are, don't you want, are. I'm bringing you the middle of the pack. No, he doesn't compare. No, to the middle of the pack. No, just right. stop it. He's Defender of money, truth. Though. He's made enough money though. I did have a huge argument with my old roommate when he got drafted on who would have a better career and a better chance of a Hall of Fame. Roethlisberger, Eli, no, no, Eli. Eli Manning or Chad Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are. <laughs> okay. He was better than Chad. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he wins that argument. Jason, that argument is settled. The only thing My old Eli roommate Manning from a million has... years ago, that argument has been settled. You the, win that one. The only thing Eli Manning has, and I will say it in his defense, is he made one throw. Best throw one ever. Time. That was Plaxico that be- Burris uh, back of the end zone throw or the no. one to David Tyree? Not that one either. That Which was one? lucky. I mean, that was just that, – that was David Tyree catching it on it his head. amazing. No, yeah. it was the Mario Manningham catch yeah. on the sideline in yeah. the Super Bowl against the yep. – after the Wes Welker drop. You got it. And won the Super Bowl. Second that, one. that throw to No, I like Eli just because he defended – you know, he got – He did. We'd be looking at Tom with eight, oh, right? Not only that, he'd, we'd be looking at Tom with the undefeated season. The best season yeah. ever, and every statistical record ever, yeah. and a Super Bowl victory. And no one would ever be able to say, oh, we've got the best team ever, because you know the best team ever. But no one will say that's the best team ever because they choked in the Super Bowl. Ha, 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 ha. It's all I have left. It's just not a Hall of Fame. It's all I have uh, left. Nothing against the guy. He's, he's not a Hall of Famer. Stop talking about no, the he's Hall the Hall of, of Average. He'll be, he could be a Hall of Famer in the Hall of Average. He could be the best Hall of Average player ever. But that's just, what he is. It's just your last name happened to be Manning. That's all. Well, we've been, you know, I've been saying that rap forever. If it was Roethlisberger, we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's for sure. Ben Manning would be the Hall of Fame, though. All right, so it's my turn, right? Show is. Okay. Oh, I love this question, Drew. I love this question because nobody's going to get it right. Well, it's what, these these are questions I love. When it's two for ten, I'm sorry, when it's ten points each and there's two answers, I like one where everybody gets it, so you're getting your 10 points, and I'm not, you know, just kicking you. Okay. But when the other one is one where people are just going to, like, not even think about it and put an answer down, but that one's wrong. So here you go. Okay. Give me the two NBA franchises to win at least one championship in three consecutive decades. Name the two NBA franchises to win at least one championship in three consecutive right, decades. So the one, everybody's going to, Lakers Celtics, right? Is that, Lakers Celtics. Right? Is even, you don't even think about it, right? Right, but that's not true. It's not true. No. Because um, the 90s. Well, let's see. The Celtics won it in the 60s. They did not win in the 70s. I don't think. Or maybe they did. Or maybe the Lakers didn't. The Lakers won it in the 80s. All right. I'm going to go with the Celtics as one of them. You got it. All right. So the Celtics, because so I put 60s, Celt- 70s, just, and 80s. 
If you just put Celtics Lakers, you would get ten points because yeah. you're getting ten. But I'm gonna say the Celtics won sixties, seventies, and eighties, right? They yeah. won it once in each yeah. of those. Okay. The Lakers did not though. No. Because the Lakers gap was the nineties, right? Then they win it in the eighties and then in the two thousands with Kobe and Shaq, but not the nineties. Right. Right. Did, did the Lakers win one? Of the, no, the Lakers didn't win one in the nineties. No, Riley left. He went to New York. He was already in there. Pistons dominated. The Bulls dominated. Lakers didn't win anything in the nineties. Right. Okay. So the Pistons. It's an interesting one. Huh. That's hard. This is a hard second question. I feel like the Pistons did win another championship, and they might have won one in the 80s and one in the 90s by virtue of the two that were on the border of the decades. I'm going to go with the Pistons. You got it. Yeah. They won in 89 and 90, and then, and then in they won in 2004 or something whatever like that. it was. Yeah. Richard, uh, they beat the Lakers yeah, yeah, when yeah. they were no, huge sure. favorites. I, yeah, because yeah, the Lakers won three in a row, 2000, 2001, two. Yeah, there you I go. also didn't have another guess. <laughs> so, because I, I mean, there's not that many teams that even win. I don't think anybody's going to get that right. Well, I did. We'll see. Woohoo! That was. You're going you're gonna to get a lot of Celtics Lakers on that question. Well, I knew that. You gave me that, though. Yeah. In fairness, you told, yeah, you told me to that there was the obvious answer was not it. the right one, but I also knew that the Lakers did not win in the 90s. So I, I would have. Yeah, but you would, you would have probably been second guessing yourself too. I know I would have put Celtics and Lakers. So yeah, know. well the Pistons were interesting because I did remember that they won on that swing year when I was, was going through it on my head. That was good. Um, all right, let's move on to geography, history, or let's see. Do I have another sport? Oh no, I got a great sports question for you. I can't right. let this one go. All right, I'm gonna give you within five hundred <laughs> either way. <laughs> five hundred either way, Nick. <laughs> The number of innings Cy Young pitched in his career. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let me see. This, is a, this could easily be a who knows. You know what I mean? But Not for me. Some, ca- some math. <laughs> Not for me. Within 500, I could get this. Right. That's, that's the idea. All right. I'm going to say in Cy Young's career, he went 511 and 305. You actually know that. Yeah, you actually that's pretty close. I think it's, I mean, it's close. It's, I know it's not exactly right. Right, but, but you're but you're dead on. Uh, not dead on, but you're you're very, very close. All right, so That puts me at forty quarters. <laughs> Four, there's forty quarters. Forty quarters and ten dollars. Uh, three. <laughs> Six. All right. So the number I have, if they were all Stugas. complete games, would be seven thousand three hundred and fourteen. Now I know he threw a lot of complete games, but they couldn't have all been complete games. So let's say I'll do it by. I'm going to say 5,000 career innings. You missed it, dude. Cy Young completed 7,356 innings in his career. Wow. He they pitched were all complete games? Not only were they all complete games, he pitched so wait, what more was than the nine final number? 7,356. Did you hear what my first number was? Yes, I did. That's why my mind <laughs> just got blown. Three hundred eleven. If he did, so not only did he do every, he pitched twenty innings in the game. Sometimes, if I was game off by that, less than a hundred innings, and then I chopped off a quarter of it for some reason. I don't know why. I didn't so know he, he pitched all complete games. Yeah, because who would think that? How is that even possible? I, I didn't no, realize no. that if, he just pitched if, all the innings. If Cy Young was in the game, Cy oh, Young was so pitching till the game was over. That's how good Cy Young was. Is that a, the most insane statistic you've ever heard? Uh, uh, and I can't even so believe you angry. just did the calculations. <laughs> off you were off by, like, a game. Like, three games. <laughs> three games. <laughs> yes. But again, like, over his ah. career, over think about it. Over his career, games that went extra innings amounted to about that. There you go. He's still pitching. Still pitching. <laughs> God. Uh, you did it. You got that. Right. I, I count that as got it because you came <laughs> up with, like, a... Like a formula, and you were like, "I had it, I 
had it. That's but I just, unbelievable. I, I knew he pitched the most complete games. I just had no idea that they were all. They're going to get this as an over under 5,000, by the way. Not okay. not as a get it within 500. Yeah, because that's, that's going to be tough. Yeah, I'm actually going to do over. Yeah, I'm going to do over under 5,000. I think that's fair. What I do you wonder got? who's number two on the list. Great question. Terms Probably of Walter number Johnson. of innings, it's gotta be Walter I, I'm Johnson. I'm guessing Walter Johnson. I wonder if Cy Young has pitched double, though, like anybody. Like, like where's he at in terms of innings versus anybody else? Um, like, I, wonder, I guess Nolan Ryan's probably pitched 5,000 innings. Hmm. That's an interesting question. Let's see. I know you don't have it in front of you, but. That's no, easy enough to. I mean, to... if Nolan Ryan struck out five thousand batters, I gotta assume he's. Oh, you'll never get number two, but John Walter Johnson's number three. So... Pud Galvin. Uh, it's pre nineteen hundred though. Yeah, I guess. Don't Pud, count. Pud Galvin threw six thousand innings. Don't count. Phil Negro is number four on the oh, list. Oh yeah, gosh. And Nolan Ryan number five. Gaylord Perry number how many, six. How many innings did Nolan Ryan throw? Five thousand three hundred eighty-six. Okay. That, that's what I was thinking. Nolan Ryan's around five thousand. All right. Uh, moving on. Sure, let's do geography history. Okay. Uh, what is known as America's hometown? America's hometown is a nickname for what place? America's hometown. America's hometown. Who would have the nerve to call themselves America's hometown? Philadelphia, city of brotherly lights. Just I've never once heard Philadelphia referred to as America's hometown. I'm insulted that this exists, Nick. I got to be honest. With All you. right, I'll give you a clue. They're having a big anniversary this year. This is the 400th anniversary of something major that happened in America's hometown. Boston, Massachusetts. It's in the state, but not Salem, Massachusetts. No, it's not. not <laughs> Can you state. imagine the nerve? <laughs> these witch hangers <laughs> calling themselves America's hometown. No. Uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. Well, go back 400 years ago. What was the year? Uh, 1600. 1620. 1620, right. Okay, so the Puritan uh, Plymouth? Plymouth. Plymouth is America's hometown? Yeah, that's what they're, That's their nickname, Plymouth. I thought the rock landed on them. They didn't land on the rock. Wasn't that a line somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. Nah, it's not. <laughs> Plymouth rock didn't land on, I don't know. I think that was Malcolm X, actually. I don't know Malcolm what X. that is, but that is not. Uh, no, Plymouth, uh, Massachusetts is America's hometown. No, it isn't. They can call it whatever they want. We're America's playground, by the way. Atlanta yeah, City. Northfield is hometown USA. That's their slogan. That's a good <laughs> one. Come on. Speaking of, since we're on this topic, I wasn't going to bring this up, but we're on the topic. Anyway, what is the greatest market city marketing slogan of all time? City marketing slogan? Yeah, like what we were just talking about. What happens in Vegas stays in Without Vegas? Without a doubt, right? No question. And they a, screw that up. They they get, get rid of it. it. This is the dumbest <laughs> I Idiot. saw that. I was like, you guys got the best one ever. And you're getting rid and of it? you're getting rid of it? No. Ugh. What is it? People complaining? Like, oh, I can't come to Vegas anymore? My, my wife, wife says, saw that slogan, saw a slogan says she won't let me come because I'm <laughs> staying in Vegas. She doesn't, uh, want, she doesn't want to know what's happening. Here stays here. She wants to know what happens I mean, here. When I think of Vegas, I think of that slogan. That's ridiculous. Actually, when I think of Vegas, I think of... Uh, when you're walking down the street, fan, the guys with the fanny packs, like the the level of fashion and how bad it is, versus like what your image of Vegas is. That's what I. Th the first thing I think of in Vegas is just fanny packs. Fanny packs. <laughs> Copious <laughs> amounts of fanny packs. Uh -huh. Oh man! All right. Uh, let's see. What we got in the world of geography history for you, Nick. Ready. So are they getting rid of uh, what are they changing it to? Do you have any idea? I do. I do. The new model will be the new mo motto. Modern. <laughs> the new modern. modern. It's a big day for our buddy modern. So I was about to ask you, in what state will the newest Dunkin Donuts now be serving fresh hot coffee? Virginia, baby. Virginia Beach. Congratulations to our friends down in Virginia Beach. Who got uh, themselves a new Dunkin Donuts. So. And then you're texting me mind over modern this morning before <laughs> I even get out of bed. Who's that the best? <laughs> so I said, the, the, uh, the, uh, all right, it's what happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas. 
which <laughs> now makes no sense I whatsoever. What, what do you mean? I mean, unless, unless you want to see like a... I mean, the, the whole thing of Vegas is none of it is really original, right? Isn't it all? What? That, I, I, yeah, like New York, New York. You could go to New York. Paris. You could go to Paris. The Venetian. They, they got that in Venice. What, I, I, what happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas. I don't Losing 11 straight hands in blackjack on your way out the door <laughs> only happens in Vegas. That's ridiculous. I, it, it's not even a good slogan it's that horrible, makes any dude. sense. It's just so stupid. I, I just can't even. I can't stand when people do dumb shit. That is dumb <laughs> shit. Uh, we uh, we had not the best to mention you ever. had the greatest, and I, we weren't even tired of it yet. Like where it becomes corny. I mean, it was corny, but not to where you know you were like you couldn't stand, you couldn't stand it anymore. I don't know, man. I people have lost their minds. I think we got rid of uh, America's Playground for Do AC. So was that an upgrade? I don't know. W- was that the trade off? I don't think Do AC. Do AC is a mark great great marketing campaign, but I don't think that that was the the slogan. Hmm. I don't know. Um. Do you know who the CIA headquarters is named after, Nick? Hoover. Nope. Renamed. Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, sorry. CIA. I'm thinking C- FBI. Yeah. FBI. All right, hold on. CIA. Yeah, yeah, I know this. I know this. It's, uh, did you say renamed? It was renamed. It was never named for Hoover, but uh, it was yeah, renamed. It's, it's, it's H.W. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is correct. George H.W. Bush in 1998. Was I thought it was. Uh, I, thought you were, I thought you. I was thinking FBI when I said Hoover. What, what was his famous like ass grabby line? Didn't he have a gem? Yes. There was there's something. Uh, yes, he did have a. Uh... OK, so here you go. It went from America's Playground. I had to look this up. Because I forgot. To always turned on. That was what they replaced America's Playground with. It was Atlantic City always turned on. Then they replaced always turned on. With Do AC. With Do AC. How do you feel about all of that? I feel like Do AC is great. I like Do AC. Do it. Yeah. It's a very Jersey. Do it. You should do it. Um, all right. Sorry, where was I? You just asked me something. Good. I did. I asked you the CIA headquarters question, so that was oh, my oh, geography that. history. So you're. Oh, you asked me his grab assy line. Oh yeah, yeah. What was his his uh, his famous? <laughs> he had something oh, that God. we talked about before that was just hysterical, or like Mister McFeely or something like that. Like, come here and. Yeah, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. I'm just not. Uh... It's not coming to my mind off the top. His, Let me ask you a question. And I'll try to clear my coming head. right at you. You want one more geography history? Or you want sure. One? Okay. Uh, you ever hear of uh, Nixon's checkers speech? Is that a dog? Okay. Yeah. In his checkers speech, Richard Nixon announced his intention to keep what? His dog checkers. His dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was when he was like the governor of California. They were getting on him for like accepting donations from different things. And he went there and like gave a speech, pretty much saying like I- I'm not a crook, you know, but whatever. Is that where the I am not a crook? Comes no, from? but 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 is but essentially at the end he goes, but there is one gift that I'm not giving back because my kids love them. It's my dog checkers, <laughs> and that's how it became known as the my dog checkers, checkers. speech. Hey, uh, did you hear our president railing about checkers? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, somebody gave him a dog as a political contribution. Now he's going to vote uh, for cutting minimum wage so he can keep the dog. Oh, that works. I like checkers. All right. Uh, <clears throat> what do we have for you? You want to know my favorite book? Sure. David Copperfield. Do you want to know <laughs> my favorite book? David <laughs> Copperfield. Copperfield. That's that's Bush's favorite. That was uh, old man uh, Bush's favorite joke. Wow. <laughs> Can we do that one more time, Nick? Can you uh, say that that joke one more time? Do you want to know my favorite book? David Copperfield. David Copperfield. 
That's our president, folks. <laughs> We've yeah, had when some a ninety-year-old man drops that on you, it is like run out of the room territory, right? I don't know. How does uh, Harvey Weinstein's group feel? I don't think he's doing very well. No, based on yesterday's got tennis testimony. Balls. Got them tennis balls going. <laughs> oh, he's going to need them. That's really something else. How long do you think he's going to go to jail for? The rest of his life. Wow. He's going to get convicted for sure. Yeah, I mean, based on the testimony. I mean, so it was 25 years ago. Does that have any effect on it? I don't think so. Okay, I wasn't sure if there's like a over under on how many years later you can accuse somebody of rape. No. I know, like murder doesn't have a. Uh, He's got like that? an actress from The Sopranos who's taking. That's the testimony. one that I'm talking about. Yeah, she yeah. said 25 years ago, she yeah. raped her in her room. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Uh, always good to have good Harvey Weinstein conversation <laughs> well, to well, lighten the mood. This. I will say this: Hey, Quentin Tarantino didn't miss a step, man. Once upon a time in Hollywood, nominated best. Oh, so director, here, here was the. Picture. I did have another geography so it looks history question. Like he doesn't question. need Harvey after all. I did have a geography history question that I missed, and then uh, this was sort of. Did you see? There is a talk about a major shift of counties leaving from one state to another. I did not. Can you name either of the states involved? So one state is looking to acquire some counties? Multiple counties of another state. And those counties are starting conversations. All right, so I assume these counties are leaving California. That'd be a great guess. That's not right. It's not right. Uh, who else is trying to bail on their state completely? <laughs> I can't think of anyone else, really. I mean, is it, you know, the Carolinas? Well, do you, do you know anything that's do you Carolinas? know anything that's going on right now in terms of uh, uh, just unrest in particular states or protests or anything going on that you've uh, caught wind of? Hmm. Any protests in particular states? Does Utah have any drama going on? Where did they got there in Utah? <laughs> where did where did me? I do? saw Utah had some drama. Saw there was some drama in Utah. I already mentioned North Carolina. I don't know. Virginia. 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 Yeah, there you go. That's the next. So, so Virginia hot had spot. Virginia had a whole bunch of Democrats elected into the state governor. Right. Uh, and right, I saw and whatever. This. So now the first thing they all did was pass a whole bunch of gun measures. Yeah, they don't like that. They don't like that in Virginia. So guess who's coming to the rescue for the Virginians? West Virginia. West Virginia. Should have been obvious. By, which, by the way, we'll take them. Said not only will we take you, we got no plans for gun measures in our state. That's for damn we'll sure. We're re-upping. <laughs> yeah, we're we're loading up. <laughs> yeah. we're loading up to come after the rest of them uh, northern folk down there in Virginia. Did you see the Atlantic City paper this morning? No, but wait, let me finish oh, okay. this. So this is this was the best. So not only did the governor say, not only are we have no plans for gun control, but it turns out there is like four counties that have standing invitations to join West Virginia since before the whole thing happened. Right? It, it, uh, oh, like So the West the original West Virginia, Virginia split. Okay? So legally some lawyers are saying these four counties that are on the border have every right to now accept because they've never denied. Okay. So there's a good chance that, like, Virginia might get even more. Like, West Virginia might grow. Virginia might shrink substantially. But, like, this, you know, the, the Democratic uh, nature of Virginia might get overwhelming. And West Virginia might be, like, the reddest state you've ever been to. Which with, it already with the might, most guns. might already be. Right. It, by the way, folks, uh, third worst in education in the United States. So your counties will be going from the 11th best educational system to the third worst. Yeah, uh, AC Press, front headline, gun rights advocates ask Atlantic County to become sanctuary for Second Amendment. Cape May County became the first in the state to pass a Second Amendment lawful gun owner sanctuary resolution brought to its freeholder board last month by an association group of gun owners there. So, Cape May, sanctuary for gun owners, and Atlanta County now going to, you know, got gun owners. So, I assume we already had lots of them anyway. I just don't understand. If something's the Second Amendment, why is it the, uh, like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Wow. It's crazy to me. Well, um, did you ever see the actual quote 
from uh, Washington. They have it framed in Texas um, in a plaque about the Second Amendment. And it's a it's not, you know, in the Second Amendment, but it's a quote from George Washington about the Second Amendment. And uh, it's pretty profound. So I'm going to find it and read it to you as soon as I pull it up. But I'm. Uh, I just understand if you're making me register my car every single year. And there's some kind of thing. Why can't we have some kind of a thing for gun owners to go through to get a gun? And then that's it. All right. <clears throat> you register it. A free people Seems ought simple. not only be armed and disciplined, but they should have sufficient arms and ammunition to maintain a status of independence from any who might attempt to abuse them, which would include their own government. George Washington. Right. So... He couldn't be more clear. <laughs> it's very clear. The government's coming for you one day, folks. It's going to happen. And, and, and it's going to say a uh, corporation as its name. <laughs> right. Because it's really your government is going to be run by five corporations and that, they are coming for you. Right. So that, That's correct. So he, he had some insight into the uh, situation uh, a long time ago. Um, all right. We're just waiting for the corporations to fully take over the government. And then once that happens. Uh, now this is a good uh, uh, a good. In uh, transition question from geography history to, to entertainment, um, do you happen to know what state John Denver wrote Country Road about? West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> Mountain Mama. That seemed too obvious. Uh, yep, but there <laughs> it is. I didn't fall for it. No, no. That's about West Virginia. Uh, let's see. Entertainment. Okay, this is topical. What movie has three nominees in this year's acting categories? What movie has three nominees in this year's four acting categories? So, supporting and best for both male, male and, and female. There's one movie that has three nominees in the four acting categories. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Two. Several with two. Yeah, I don't know. Only one with three. Marriage story. That's what I that was my initial guess, but I only think of the principles there being the uh Well, because you didn't see it. Yeah. Laura Dern oh, okay. is awesome in it. Yeah. She plays the the lawyer. Gotcha. She plays her lawyer. And gotcha, she's gotcha, awesome. Gotcha, she gotcha. probably went and she was awesome. Yeah. Still haven't seen that yet, huh? No, not interested. What do I gotta do? What do I gotta do to get you to watch a movie? And I, I recommended it four times. Yeah, but like I don't want to. I've it's already great. been thinking about it in my head based on what you've told me, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Because it, I lived through four divorces as a child, kid. I, I don't want to. But I it opens up. It opens up where they're already splitting up. So it's not like it's not this like sad, heart wrenching tale of uh, two people in love. You know, the, it, it, as the movie opens, they're already you know filling out paperwork. It's not like uh, I just. I, it's it's a tough. I think it shows uh, the good side of divorce. Yeah, it's a tough year, but at the end, you're happy, she's happy, and it's better for the kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, my parents were divorced. Not one day did I grow up thinking to myself, "Boy, life would be better if these two were married to each other." No, you know that I mean? thought never <laughs> so, crossed my so, mind once. So, you know, I, I never once was like, "Oh, I hope I can get my mom and dad to reconcile." <laughs> no, it just no, it's it, like keep it, them it, as far apart from each other as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to get nervous when they were in the same room with each other. Oh yeah, because they would all—that would be the only time they could gang up on me—is <laughs> right. if they learned what yes, I've been exactly. doing could, against both could, of them the whole tell, time. They could tell each other, like, "Oh my, hey, shit. you know he." Uh, <laughs> What? No, 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 no. You're not supposed to know each other. You're not exactly, supposed to like each other. Exactly right. It's like running into your teacher at the grocery store or something. Oh, have I ever <laughs> told you that story, the teacher story? No. How I got screwed once so bad, it was the worst. Oh, all right. So I'm at, like, baseball, and uh, my dad says to me, hey, we're going to a basketball clinic, a local a basketball clinic um, at, at, like, the you know local community center or whatever, and uh, – you, you've got to go because some woman he was planning on dating's kid's going to be there, and he wanted to flirt, right? Right. So you're going to go play at a basketball clinic. <laughs> sounds like okay. sounds like your old man. Right. So I, so I get dragged to this thing. I'm at my baseball field, by the way, with my teammates, and I have to leave early to go do this nonsense that I don't want to do. Dad's got dad's got agenda. Dad's got an agenda. <laughs> so, so he goes there. He's flirting with a woman. Who comes up? Whose kid is also in it? My third grade teacher. Is that the basketball clinic? At the my third grade teacher's kids in the basketball clinic with me. Okay. Okay. I got a test on Monday. I forgot my books. So 
So guess who learns that I forgot my books? <laughs> guess who tortures me for like the not only the weekend, the worst weekend I ever had in my entire life because it went it went down so fast. It was like, oh my god. Um, but it it, it was like the worst forty minute gut spill of like you know everything your kid could possibly be doing wrong in the yeah. world. Like just oh by the way I got you here okay perfect here you go you ready for this he's lazy he's disrespectful <laughs> it was the worst day of right. the year was the parent teacher right and like I you woke up that day there was, there was just none like of that on sight this was just a fluke thing because he needed to go flirt with some woman and I didn't want to be there to begin with and now my entire thing is ruined so that's you know yeah. I remember when we went to high school and we got interim reports did you oh. have these. I was not aware of that, like, because at least when report cards came out, like, I was aware and ready to defend against such report card. But uh, freshman year, first interim interim report comes out. I'm on the baseball field over at Birch Grove. My mom, who has never shown up anywhere for anything, drives her car onto the baseball field. At Birch Grove, rolls the window down. Get in the car. Don't even look at anyone. Get in the car. <laughs> First interim report in high school. It's like, bye guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing's wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Show up to school the next day. Like, what the hell happened to you? Oh, you don't want to know. Interim. Interim report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in the car. Don't even look at it, anybody. <laughs> Get in the car. She drove onto the she was field. On center field. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Peggy Walsh classic right there, man. Oh, that is something. Well, what's right crazy? Because when I was like 14, my mom was 34. So, like, shit. Now, you know, it's like by the time my kids are 14, I'm not going to have that fire in me anymore. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> I'm in my 40s. Yeah, I don't have like, any fire in me at all. Yeah, like, like if I but you know what? Ten years ago, I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As an ang- and if I was like a twenty-year-old in, in like that's raising, that's why kids are all messed up. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to have kids till you're in your late thirties. Yeah, like if I talked back in a public place, you know, like when I was eight, I'm almost twenty-eight. She would she lay would me out. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's uh, oh. funny. All right, where are we at? I asked you marriage story. Uh, the memories. Um, okay, so let's see what we got here for you. I'm about ready to wrap. If you want one more, I can come up with one. Yeah, I'm ready to wrap also, but I did have... Oh, this was this was something that came on my radar. Did you did you already see the uh, the list of the uh, from this week of the 15 highest uh, grossing actors and actresses nah, of I all times? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so the list oh, was... Oh, of all time? Of all time. So the movie, the money they've made for Hollywood, not the most they've made personally. Right, so I think I know number one. Who's number one? Samuel Jackson. You're correct. Okay. Yeah. Care to guess number two and three? Eddie Murphy? He's number 13. Will Smith? Number 14, I think. Jeez. So these have changed. Because I remember at one point I thought Eddie Murphy was number one, and I thought he was replaced by Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, I guess voice work counts, too. Yeah, two is like, I would say he's the biggest movie star on the planet. Tom Cruise? He's nine. Leo? Nope, not on the list. The biggest movie star on the planet? Yep. One of the most recognizable faces, and also, if you got to think, his movies lately have made so much money that it's like mind-boggling. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. You got it. Yep. Because all of the... Avengers and everything else is part of his. Yeah, it's almost like you got to be in that click. And a lot of them are. A lot of them are because they've all made so much money. Correct. From number those eight, movies. number six, number four. Who's a girl? Scarlet. Your girl, number four all time. And number three. The most likable person outside of Paul Rudd in Hollywood. Voted number two. Paul Rudd was number one most liked person in Hollywood. Really? Was number two. He was? Yeah. Saw a recent poll. People love Paul Rudd. Why? Because he looks like he's just 24? He so, just looks like he's so nice. And he is. I've met him. He's as nice as he seems. 
His kid is not. His kid's a brat. <laughs> well, it falls into that. Too old to be raising his young kid, kids. His kid and him, the relationship is a movie. It's like, you know, what happens when a really nice guy raises a really bratty son? Like, it's it's a it's a comedy. Like Problem oh, Child with John Hollywood's Rutter. nicest guy, but he's... Not even close. Number yeah. three. Yeah, this guy's like... Tom Hanks. You got it. Nailed it. Come on, who's nice? Who's less, you know... Was less of a problem. I love when people give conspiracy theories like that. Hanks is really just this incredible, you know, uh, just evil, like satanic guy. Like behind, there's like all these theories about Tom Hanks being, you know. Did you hear his uh, Golden Globe speech? No, but I have seen a video starring him and Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes, I have seen that. <laughs> I can't unsee it either. His Golden Globe speech was good. Yeah, yeah, it was did good. He, did he call for diversity in Hollywood? He called for showing up on time. I like that. That was his thing. Showing up on time. I, I don't do as it, a young but actor, I like it. As a young actor, be prepared. Be there on time. That was his best advice. Tom Hanks' advice is how we end episode 145 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. All right, that is it for Nick. My name is Drew. We will see you next week. Been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Turn